When can I meet you? Boba time. How am I gonna eat you? Boba time. Who's got a sweet shoe? Boba time. What time is it? It's Boba time. Boba time. We're live. This is the beginning of episode two. Okay, well, welcome back to Boba Time. Thanks for joining us again. We're excited to be back and talking about Boba again. Um, we just returned from our second visit to Mr. Green Bubble. Shout out to our future sponsor. Well, we kind of discovered that you can never go back there again. That's true. So upon our um, ordering of today's bobas, I asked for my customary order, which is with almond milk. And they told me that they don't have almond milk, which was very shocking and disturbing considering last time they told me they were giving me my boba with almond milk. So I don't know what I drank last time, but it sure as hell wasn't almond milk. No, they don't even carry almond milk. Only soy and regular, both of which are problematic for me in different ways. Diarrhea. Cha-cha. <laughs> so right now, I'm I'm actually drinking... Well, okay, should we talk about today's orders? Yeah. Oh, but should we talk about what we'd like to achieve? First, let's talk about today's orders, because we're, we're on a roll. Okay. So <clears throat> for today's order, I went really left field, and I got taro milk tea with regular milk and egg custard, unsweetened. And it's like a beautiful lavender color, and the egg custard is yellow. And um, Spencer, do you want to talk about your order? I ordered a strawberry green milk tea. And for my boba bubbles, I chose popping mango bubbles, which are incredible. Looks like someone's a convert already. Yeah. Well, I, n- I never liked the original bobas. These bobas are, are up my alley. They're called popping boba bubbles. What do you think is making the difference for you? Well, they're called popping boba bubbles. (laughs) And what they do (coughs) is they pop inside of your mouth, and they're just filled with a mango juice syrup kind of sweet thing, little sweet thing, mixed with the strawberry green milk tea. You can't really get a better combo. Okay, so what would you rate today's order we didn't rate last week's order but maybe we should start well this order it depends on what kind of mood you're in if you're in the mood for a fruity vacation yeah this is the drink to get see last time i got caramel milk tea Mm -hmm. that's a totally different ball game that's for when you want a more of a decadence at the opera Mm. this is yeah because that's i associate caramel milk Mm -hmm. with the opera (laughs) yeah now, I did take a sip of yours earlier, and to me, it tasted like what a child would drink. <laughs> it tasted like someone dumped fruity pebbles in sugar water and added high C to it. Now, I know we have slightly different palates. Yeah. Um, Mine's definitely a bit more of a sophisticated palate, <laughs> and it seems you don't really have much taste buds on your tongue. 
I, I did notice that you always order unsweetened. Yes. And I think that says a lot. What do you think it says? Uh, we'll let our listeners decide what that means to them, if, if that's the kind of person that they relate to. Well, you know, in the end, I think it's probably for the best that we each represent such different factions of mm-hmm. our audience because there's something for everyone here, you know, sure. something for everyone to relate to. And I'm, I feel, you know, strongly committed to my low sugar, earthy flavor profile. Um, although I want to go the extra mile for our listeners and I want to try everything, every boba out there. Yeah. And get to the bottom of this boba craze. Get to the baba of it. <laughs> um, so we, we have both now listened to the first episode, mm-hmm. as you all have also. Nobody's jumping in at episode two unless you're a real psychopath. <laughs> uh, we noticed some things and we wanted to alleviate any fears people might be having. Maybe you were annoyed by the amount of laughter, giggling, my sniffling, which I noticed. <laughs> I've, I've suffered from sinus problems my whole life. Remember when we went to the movies when we were in high school and I had the sniffles and you, were, you said to me, shut up, you sniffing pig. <laughs> <laughs> did I really? Yeah, you did. You said it really mean. <laughs> That doesn't sound like something I would say. Or maybe it was, shut up, you snorting pig. (laughs) You call me a something pig. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Well, you know, that's funny because I totally got karma for that. Years later, I was at the movies sniffling and some lady in front of me. I remember this story. Turns to me and goes, hey, do you need a Kleenex? And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. And she said... Because you're not going to be sniffling during the whole movie, are you? <laughs> okay, so mm. my... I'm going to... So I'm going to try not to sniffle. I, I do have a stuffed nose. I always have a stuffed nose. But I'm going to... And I have a bit of a cough. You have a cough, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> my main oh, yeah. issue with my performance on the last podcast was my propensity to use the word like. Like so many of the people in my generation I've gotten this lazy habit generation x millennium cusp millennium (laughs) 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 will you tell our listeners what you're thinking right now just thinking about boba um you know all the different flavors the different Possibilities. So, I've been wondering, have you ever barfed boba? Wait, I thought we are going to call our expert. No, that's later. Oh. Have I ever barfed boba? Yeah. Well, considering I've only had boba now... Don't even lie. Between five and that's eight times in my life. That's a lie. I've probably had boba eight times. That's a lie. I think eight. No way. Why? You've been talking about boba for like two years now. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that I'm drinking it frequently. Really? I've probably had boba eight times and I hate it. Maybe I've had it ten times max. All right. And you never barfed it. I never barfed it, but I've definitely felt like I could. 
because it's so filling. And I think it would be really disgusting and beautiful to well, barf it. Well, I just realized, though, like, you know, you chew the boba. Yeah. So it's not going to be coming back up in a whole ball. Yeah, it would just look if like bile. Black. Black bile? Isn't bile black? Or is it kind of purple? Orange. No, it's, I think it's orange or yellow. Producer? Yes. What color is bile? I thought it was yellow, but let me look it up. <clears throat> What's black? Black? Other Crows. Than your soul. Black holes. Black hole sun. Black hole sun. Bile is either green or yellow. Green or yellow bile. Uh, huh. All right. Well, let's, uh, what do you say we call it Taiwanese? Let's do it. This part can be edited out. I think a lot of this can be edited out. Hello? Hi. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Boba Time. How's it going? Can you hear us? Yeah, can I pick my nose? Yeah, because sure. you're not you're actually going to be on camera. It's just uh, a podcast. Okay. Thank God. We just wanted to see you. Hold it very, very close. Okay. I should hold it very, very no, 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 Spencer. No. Oh, okay. We're just holding you close. No, hold it close to the um, it mic. It is close. <laughs> it's as close as it could possibly be. I think you're really doing this a disservice. <laughs> Where would you hold it? Where do you think? Like, put it down. <laughs> you guys are goofballs. A bunch of goofballs. Well, speaking of balls, <laughs> we're really into boba balls. Oh, and yeah? We understand that they were invented and really caught fire in Taipei, Taiwan, your birthplace. Um, I wasn't born there, but um, okay. Where were you born? Let's introduce our guests. That's so okay. rude of us. Um, my name is Yaming Chen, and I am uh, Amy and Spencer's um, Taiwanese friend. <laughs> Yes, and Yaming is our first guest on our new segment, Ask an Expert. She's an expert about boba and an expert about Taiwan. And can you tell us where exactly was the first boba shop in Taiwan? Um, I would have to say somewhere in Taipei. <laughs> Taipei, huh? And when you were a baby, how often did you go there? Um, to where? Taipei? No, to the boba shop. Oh. Well, I, I was uh, never. Did they have boba when you were a baby? When I was a baby, I was in El Cerrito, California. Um, and I was also in Georgia. What? And but surely you visited Taiwan as a baby. Um, perhaps. The thing is, is I don't feel like I even knew what boba was until I was 20-ish. When you first knew what boba was, yeah. did you make the connection that you and boba had the same birthplace? No. I did make a connection that I felt close to it in my mouth. <laughs> now we're getting oh. somewhere. So when Tell you first more. tried it, you well, felt... When, I, when you first tried it, you felt like you were tasting... Something that Soulful was yours from your origin. Very like it. It felt like home inside my mouth. Wow! <laughs> Interesting. What was your first? 
boba flavor that you remember trying? I feel like it must have been taro because I feel like that was my favorite. You're not going to believe this, but Amy's That's drinking today's taro. Drink of the week! <laughs> taro with egg custard. With what? Egg, ew. Um, what is taro? Taro is a root um, that is similar to a potato, and it's hairy on the outside, oh. and it's purple on the inside. Oh, yeah. Those are in... Um... What are those chips that are like... Taro yeah, they chips. make those chips. Oh, they're taro chips. Yeah, but you know those... Uh, would you ever order your taro milk tea unsweetened? Or is that yes. sort of an insult to uh, the traditions no, of Taiwan? I don't know if it's, it's an insult, but to me it seems like a really great idea because it seems like boba tea is often very sweet so i feel like and too sweet so mm-hmm. i think it makes sense yeah like you're already getting that unnecessary starch all up in your system what's the starch from the mochi balls wait mochi the, balls. yeah the tapioca <laughs> balls thank you this is this is where we're trying to go because oh, the, the next the next so experts I, that we want to ask are doctors nutritionists okay. and dentists about okay. the repercussions of because those balls it feels like they really expand in your stomach doesn't it it seems that way i mean they're super filling gaming i got i got popping bubbles this time have you ever had popping bubbles no i've never heard of that dude what is it is it like pop rocks no it's they're like little boba balls except with the slightest bit of pressure from your tongue or the roof of your mouth, the ball pops, the skin is thin, and inside is a sweet syrup of mango. And his whole drink, in general, (laughs) tastes like a child barfed sugar cereal. And he loves it. And Amy's tastes like uh, somebody dipped a cup in the dirty rainwater (laughs) and added some uh, rotten scrambled eggs to the bottom. true well imagine it at least for what i said about hers what she said about mine is totally untrue True. um well do we have your any other sh- shirt amy looks like a uh an artichoke but your sleeve it's like an upside down artichoke in a bad way <laughs> <laughs> um well gaming i think that's about all the time we have for a taiwanese today okay but uh, thank you so much for your great insights and uh, hopefully we can boba together soon yes thank you for being our first guest on ask an expert you're welcome okay take care boba well that was very informative i didn't know that uh she lived in el cerrito (laughs) as a child yeah has she did she say she's ever even been to taiwan yes did you listen I was too busy getting distracted by my artichokes. <laughs> Boba. Mr. Boba. Again, we are actively pursuing sponsorship. So if you or anyone you know has a Boba restaurant who would like to sponsor us, we would willingly receive any gifts of free Boba, money, trips. You know... The goal, the real goal, 
is to help educate. It's not to get a bunch of free stuff. The real goal is to resurrect Spencer and my dying friendship. Let's be honest. This is our last gasp at trying to save our friendship, which... It's not going to work. <laughs> I can tell you right now it's not going to work. But before we let this... This is like our sideways. This, this is our trip to Napa. Die on the vine. We want to visit the birthplace of Boba, Taipei. So... So, you know, with that, I just think... I just want to say... Thanks for listening to episode two. The best thing about it is it's almost over. And episode three is really going to knock your socks off because that's... Going to be caffeinated. That's going to be when we really get into some stuff you guys have said you want to hear about. You want to hear about the sex fetish of Boba. You want to hear about spitballing Boba. You want to hear about Boba as a form of meditation. You want to hear about boba and its medicinal qualities. You want to hear about murders where boba has actually been part of the evidence. You want to hear about the human remains that were found with bobas in their eye sockets. We've got it all and it's all coming up. Stick with us, folks. Episode three, baby. Boo-boo. Don't forget the boba. Hello, this is Spencer, alone now, except for my nagging thoughts and remorse and, yes, sadness. You see, after finishing the last episode, the episode you just listened to, Amy and I both agreed we had failed. The conversation had felt forced and unnatural. Coming off of the high of that first episode, which had been a wonderful experience, We both knew that this second episode had fallen way, way short. With the microphone off, we discussed where everything had gone wrong, and we soon realized that this discussion was more interesting than anything we'd said during the recording of the actual podcast. So we turned the microphone back on and got real about our shortcomings. Amy chalked it up to a lack of caffeine. I suggested that we'd been too self-conscious. We'd been paralyzed by the great success of that first episode. There were, of course, other factors as well. Our producer, my fiance, Sonia, was tired and seemed checked out, more interested in her phone than the live taping happening feet away. I was hungry, and there was a hot pizza waiting in the kitchen. We hadn't wanted to dig in until we'd first recorded the episode because we were on time restraints. And then there were the silences where laughter might previously have filled the air. I had wisely chosen to decrease my sniffling, but my decision to bridle my laughter to appear more professional may have been misguided. In doing so, I had sucked the fun out of the room. There was a great moment during the post-podcast recap where Amy made a sincere and hilarious case for laughter. And I finally cracked. It began with a startling bark-like laugh and continued like a runaway laughter train. I laughed hysterically, furiously, without abandon, and with no end in sight. Amy and Sonia laughed too. 
although with slightly fearful eyes, looking at me, concerned perhaps that I'd lost my mind completely. But I had broken through to the other side, and it taught us that we still had what it takes to produce a top-rate show about Boba. Unfortunately, all that remains of this transcendent post-podcast recording is our memories, as I accidentally deleted the file before I could tack it on here where I'm currently speaking. So please accept this explanation in its place. Happy Boba, everyone. <laughs>